What is up, my friends? Welcome to Rebel and Create Fatherhood Field Notes podcast, where I interview incredible fathers, gaining wisdom from their stories for you and I to grow in our craft. I'm your guide, Ned Shout, father to five kiddos, currently ages 8 to 15, and husband to my rad wife, Sarah, working on our 17th year of marriage. So yep, I'm in the thick of it, the adventure of fatherhood, and I'm working daily to rebel against the low expectations for fathers and create a world where fathers know who they are as they show up for their families. You and I have the greatest opportunity to impact our world through the way we embrace our fatherhood role. I believe the role of the father is to serve, guide, provide, protect, and have fun in the messiness of it all. And today's guest truly embraces the role of the father. Today's guest is Kyle Carnohan. You can find him on Instagram under Superhuman Fathers. And yep, the description is very accurate. This guy is shredded, a father to five, a fireman, and every day striving to be the man he desires to be for his family. I was so inspired after this conversation because his authenticity and daily decisions to show up for his family without excuse. Enjoy meeting my friend, Kyle. Welcome to Rebel and Create Fatherhood Field Notes. Super stoked meeting for the first time, Kyle Carnohan and talking fatherhood. I just got all jacked up watching his Instagram. If you need some motivation, go over to his Instagram, Superhuman Fathers, and get yourself all jacked up. What's up, Kyle? How are you, man? Man, it's a crazy life, man. Service, workouts, living hungry, five kids, firehouse life, doing the product brand. I've got 70 guys uh, that are on a, a team that are changing their lives and, uh, burning fat and being better dads and Heck holy, yeah. I don't even know what to say, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going a thousand miles an hour with my hair on fire and I uh, wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, it seems like your motto is sleep is for the dead, huh? You know, a lot of my guys are like, Hey Kyle, they're like, how much should I sleep, man? You don't look like you sleep much. I'm like, no, 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 you should sleep. You do that. I just, I got too much stuff to do in this world and I got too many kids and too many jobs. I just, I've, I've made that kind of that, uh, that sacrifice for now. Um, I mean, every, you, everybody listens to any podcast are usually pretty, um, like people that are trying to push the envelope. They, That's right. You get it, man. That's right. Um, those extra couple hours in the morning, bro. Whew, magic. They, they make a difference. All right. So man, we got, you know, you are working right now. You just got back from a call. You're in the firehouse and the bell could ring at any moment. And then you're off doing something new and exciting. Yeah. That's it, man. That's okay. life. R- run a call, come back, talk to one of my fire guys here, get them amped up, talk about some macros, get them on their program. Maybe talk to one of my clients about how they're struggling with their, their wife or their kids. And then it's on to another call. Maybe scrape someone off the cement, get them to the hospital. It's just service, 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 service. Love it. Love it. Okay. So then if it's all service, which I'm going to jump into uh, my, my, my questions and stuff, how do you What's your, what, what do you do to take care of you? How do you carve off, you know, five kids, everything you just mentioned, how do you make sure that you are intentional about being in tune with you so that you can show up and not burn out? Oh man, I don't even believe in burnout. I believe in doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Purpose pushes through all burnout and self-talk and an understanding of what you're supposed to do in this world. Mm, So purpose, whenever purpose and self-talk. That's it, man. Like gnarly self-talk, like savage. 
whenever you hit that wall or that bonk, because I mean, if you're doing anything good in this world, you're, you're running in the red, you know? Yeah. But I mean, are we not meant to do that? Right. Yeah. yeah no it's doubt. Like, like, like all this whole conversation of like, people tell me this all the time. Like, Hey, I don't want you to burn out. I go, don't worry about it. I ain't going to burn out. It ain't going to happen. Because you know your why, you know your purpose. That's it, man. I always tell my guys awareness when it comes to, you know, if we're using it for food, as an example, I'll say awareness of the feeling, the chemicals in your head. Understand mm -hmm. these are all chemicals, right? If we're talking about food and hunger, you're like, okay, I'm hungry. Uh, we always tell people, oh, that's not good. You're hungry. You need to eat. You need to eat. No, you don't. You're burning fat right now. Mm. So when you feel the hunger, you appreciate it. You're <laughs> full of life and gratitude. Like, oh, I am on the program right now. Right? Same thing when you come home and you're real tired. Like, I'll come home from a busy shift and I'll walk in and I'll feel that darkness of just like being kind of ground into the dirt and mm -hmm. high stress and just like mm -hmm. needing to unwind or whatever. And it's like, these are chemicals in my head making me want to snap at my kids and be apathetic towards my wife. And I just go, nah, it's not going to happen. So I put this big smile on my face and I come in hot with energy and, and, and I, and I'll express to my wife, like, Hey, I'm having one of those moments. And she's like, okay, cool. But I'm like, don't worry. I got this, you know? Mm. And I hug my little daughter and I hold her close to me and I feel her, her warm skin. And I just think how grateful I am. Mm. And then we get on with the day and we do some good. So that's where it's not the fake it till you make it. You're not putting a fake smile on your face. You're choosing, this is who I am. And I'm going to show up as this person. It's not based on a feeling that maybe my body's telling me because I have control over my body. That's it, man. Like we're, we're honorable men and we know mm. how we're supposed to act. Right. That's right. So when we're, when we don't feel it, who cares? Yeah. It's not about that. So if, if you got to fake it a little bit, I got no problem with that. Mm. No problem. You know, people are like, no, you got to share your emotions as a leader, as a leader to a family, you do not bring all that weight onto your family. Mm. You get, you get some brothers to share it with. See, that's huge. Cause here, you know, I got, I got the firehouse here. Yeah. I can sit at the coffee table and vent this out with these guys. Mm -hmm. And then I've got, I've got all my team members that we talk about our struggles, you know? So what's the difference between, um, what's the difference between releasing your energy to your brothers versus bitching about your wife and kids. Where's that, where's Ooh. that difference for you? I don't bitch about my wife and kids, man. I know you don't. And that's what I want people to hear is when they hear, let me go talk to my bros about this stuff. They go, they're in tune with the motive of why they're having that conversation. Because a lot of okay. us sit around and bitch about our families, not realizing yeah, we yeah. need to get the shit off of our chest. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing it with the wrong motive in place. That's it, man. So we bitch about a lot of things. That negativity comes in hot and hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And once we grasp onto that negativity, we're screwed. We're going down a rabbit hole. And that right, right, hey, that one day of negativity, now you start stuffing your face full of donuts. You start drinking too much and trying to numb the pain with that. Yep. And you start just chasing dopamine release constant. <laughs> just dopamine squirts all day. And now what happens <laughs> to your to your heart and your spirit? They become uh, weak. Yes. Right. So this is why it's so important to get up early and get your mind right. I always read who I am and what I'm trying to accomplish in my purpose every morning, remind myself of that. And I write every morning what's going on in my heart and my head, right? To remind myself. And then I go into a torturous 
disciplining workout because we are, we're all little babies in our head. We're all little kids. We want our baba. We, we want our little <laughs> snacks, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, we literally have to treat ourselves like a child that needs to be reminded of how to act and how to live. And that's why you have these daily habits, daily processes. So you get that workout in, you get that first good meal in and you have a plan for the day. So, you know, you're not going to eat like shit the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. You're going to, you're going to get what your body needs. And, and then all the, all the while having this savage self-talk. Yes, I got this. Another win for the day. We're going to burn fat today. We're going to do a hard workout. I'm going to be the best dad, the best father. And I'm going to create today. I'm going to act. I'm going to take action, movement and action. Man, I've learned that if I sit down and just like, I need to chill. Well, the demons start speaking, hmm. you know, hmm. if I'm, if I'm busy serving other people and, and helping other people with their problems, I'm learning about my own problems, but I, there ain't no time for depression, man. The fire service itself is riddled with depression and suicide. Yeah. When I get my guys to start watching what they eat and have a very particular organized plan and they start working out again with a plan and then they start being aware of the chemicals in their head and their reactions to their family, this depression starts to subside and they're like, oh yes, I found myself again. I'm out of that mm. rut. I'm out of going the wrong direction. They're not going to get that. depressed. They're not going to kill themselves, bro. They're not going to. You can't. It blocks it. Dude, dude, I wish this was on video because I would love for people to see. I mean, obviously you can hear your intensity, but it's not just macho dude. It's like your face is also emotionally in this. It, it, you're connected to this stuff. It's not just some shit you read in a book that you're sharing. This is deep to your core. And I just love the vibe I'm getting from everything you're sharing. I, I, I love the human being that you are. And I, I know that it's from a place of like sincerity that's what it is. It's not the, it's not emotional. It's sincerity of, of you believed at the core. Um, I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions just to help people know who you are. So where do you live right now? I live in Oceanside, California. And how old are you today? 40 years old. Love it. And you have five kids. What's the age range? 15, 13, nine, seven, and then a year and a half baby girl. So I got four boys. Then we, then I have my vasectomy scheduled. <laughs> and uh and then we got pregnant with a girl dude oh and I was yeah like, bro dude i was bummed i was like i'm a boy dad i'm a boy dad i'm mm. tough i'm a boy dad and then everyone's like hey she's gonna melt your heart bro and i was like yeah whatever and then dude melted <laughs> dude that was it that was it the second i, I held her it was like uh... next level like connection with my own like vulnerability and just love for the world it was i She's the best thing that ever happened to me. I mean, it's just so she couldn't be the better, better cherry on top of our family to just sunshine, man. Love it, bro. Love it. So I'm opposite. I got four girls and a boy ages eight is my youngest and 15 is my oldest. So um, dude, we're like same ages almost. That's dude, crazy. Maybe we'll get some um, arranged marriages going. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we know what you do for a living, um, but maybe just take. 60 seconds, you firefighter, but then you're also been talking about coaching. So just tell us the other couple of things that you do. Yeah, man. So I've been a fireman for um, 10 years and uh, the last couple of years I've been feeling this, this pull of creativity and entrepreneurship. I started kind of, um, I've always played guitar. So I started playing live and, and writing more music and recording and doing that stuff. 
And then I kind of realized like, Hey, this ain't going to make any money for my family. <laughs> like I'm learning about marketing and all this stuff. And I'm like, is there a better place where I can have more of an effect on the world mm. than the music? And, and, you know, it was rough. It was like at night I'm leaving my family to go chase my hopes and dreams and playing at a bar with like to help people just feel good and drink. And I'm just like, there's something better here. I've always done coaching with firemen at the fire departments I live for as far as fitness coaching. Yeah. Yeah. So I've gathered a very aggressive and uh, like, an approach where we talk about the power of hunger and suffering and we go straight into the mindset. And once we tap into the mindset, like our guys can go anywhere with that. So if you go to my Instagram, you'll see our transformations are like so shredded uh, super next gnarly. level, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. And here's the, the crazy part is we teach a system so that you get shredded and it's not like, yeah, you got here. And then you just like go drink and, eat and get fat again and be like, remember that time? Look at this picture. It's like, no, we make a commitment <laughs> for our, for the rest of our lives, dude. Like we make a commitment for our lives to stay in this hungry, not just for food, but for life, you know? Mm. And, and like, I want men to look in the mirror and match their mind with their body, what they know they are. And, and then we work on their daily habits and actions to match their conscience, you know? So yeah. if we can match the mind and the body and then match the actions with the conscience, then all this depression and darkness starts to fade and we start to become massively effective. But so that's what I started to feel the last couple of years. And I was like, man, I need to create some stuff. Like, so I started a product business. He saw the, the, the uh, roll fast burn. Yep. Uh, so uh, it's like, a, I, I built it for skateboarders cause I'm a skateboarder. So yep. it was like a, a, a drink, um, that's lightly caffeinated with, with all the, they call it the ultimate athletic performance formula, something like a CrossFit athlete would drink before they go work out or whatever. Um, and that was fun. It was, you know, I'm creating a brand or whatever, and it's, it's great. It's going to be awesome. Um, but my coach, uh, I have a coach, my fitness coach and my, one of my business coaches names, Wes Watson. You may have heard of him before. Um, if you haven't, uh, definitely check him out. All right. All but right. He, he, he came to me and was like, bro, your, your brand is money. And like, there's people out there that I can't reach that you need to go reach. Mm. And so he got me on this trajectory. And as soon as I opened up public, I, I got like five people the first week and then another 10, the next, and then another 20. And then How fun. snowballing, bro. And we're getting transformations. And my wife yesterday, she goes, Hey, she tells me one of my clients who I, you know, is kind of in and out. Uh, everybody struggles. It's a yeah, struggle. Yeah. It's hard, yeah. but it's hard for me sometimes to tell where people are at on their commitment levels. And she's like, Hey, I don't know what you did to my husband, but he's like helping with the dishes. He's calmer. He's slow. He's, he's more pleasant to be around. Hmm. He's happier. This is the superhuman father's way. This yeah, is what baby. is happening. And I can't do this. I'm like, I feel like a, a missionary, bro. Like I'm, I'm ready to go door to door. I told my wife today, I'm going to go start knocking doors. I love it because you, you made a comment a minute ago. You said they become um, massively effective. So it's not, you're not talking about just let's get you a six pack. You always wanted, you know, so you can feel like a badass. You're talking about life transformation, show up for your family. And I love the, I mean, it's real, bro, because it's like, you're in your, you know, I was just watching all your videos. You're in your, 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 uh, garage with your boys just whooping them up dude 
like yeah, on the airdyne, crushing the workouts, hitting the burpees. It's real. It's real. And you're teaching them a path to show up as a man and to have control. Yeah. Cause that's what, that's a big part of it, right? Is do I have control of myself? And it's not just what yeah. I put in my mouth, but everything I put in my body, my ears, my eyes, everything. everything, because then that's what will come out of my heart, right? Is what I put yeah, into my body. That's beautiful, man. Dude, that's I love beautiful. it. Okay. As, uh, as you've been a father to five kids, what would you say the role of the father is? Man, it, there's, there's so many facets to it. Yeah. But the way I look at it is like, life is so gnarly and it will drag you down. And, and there's like, dude, the majority of men are suffering right now. They're in mm. the darkness. The majority. They're, they're, they don't believe in themselves. Um, they want to do something, but they feel like their time has passed. They want to lose fat. They want to build muscle. They want to be proud of themselves. They want to start a business. Yes. They want to get out of their dead end job. Um, but so, uh, let's go back to the question. I don't want my boys not only to ever have to go there, but I want them to be a beacon of light to bring others out. Mm. And in the end, if I can just do that, then everything else that a father has to do will fall into place. I'll be a provider. I'll be a leader. I will, I will show the way, um, I will treat them with respect. I will treat their mom with respect. Mm. I will be patient in my dealings with them. I will listen to them as a father and build a relationship with them that is effective. Although if I have that in mind of the kind of man I want them to become, um, then my actions will fall into that. What I love about what you're saying is, you know, we all want the best for our kids, but a lot of us are okay with having a mediocre life ourselves. But what you're saying is if you want the best for your kid, you can't live a mediocre life because they are going to be a, a reflection of you. So you got to freaking it, do the work and you are, you're leading the way. Like you said a little bit ago, burnout's not an, what's burnout. I don't, that doesn't exist, right? Those things don't exist. You're moving forward and then bringing people with you and you're showing your boys, especially that that's the way that a man lives his life. That's it, man. Action begets more action. So yeah. if, if, if you're, if you're feeling like I just don't have energy, like I used to, and I just get up and move, get up, go do some burpees, <laughs> go do some sprints, like just move, stop sitting and wallowing and thinking about your pain, go help people yeah. like go mow your neighbor's yard for God's sake, like go clean something, go do something. And guess what? You'll burn a bunch of calories at the same time. And if you get your diet in order, you're going to be shredded. Guess what? All you people out there, you're not genetically messed up. Everybody can get shredded. Shredded. Everybody. Doesn't matter who you are. Dude, I love it, man. I love your intensity. Just you're going after life and just bringing everybody with you. It's not even an option. I feel like if I was sitting down right now, I'd already be standing, but I just happen to be standing already. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this dude said, get up. I better do some, uh, and no excuses. It's like, go mow your neighbor's lawn. What a great example of just going and doing something. So to sit around and bitch and complain and go, I don't know what I want to do, or I'm not happy with myself. And you said a comment a little bit ago, like men aren't proud of themselves. And it's because they're not doing anything day to day that would make them proud. But as simple as going and mowing your neighbor's yard is going to make you have this feeling of, 
dude, that's what's up. And then I'm going to go do it again and again and again. And those things are going to start compounding. And then people around me are going to notice. And that's the beacon of light that you're wanting to be and show and do with every second that you're awake. That's it, man. Dude. Okay. Roll the father. As you've been a father for 15 years, you know, you, you, what have you learned about yourself? So when I think about, you know, when you first get married, you're like, oh my gosh, there's, there's conflict. Right. And, and even 15 years into marriage, whatever you're, you're forced to see yourself and forced to decide, yeah. am I going to be a dick or am I going to choose to sacrifice and, and become a better version of me? When you become a dad, these little people are half of you. So you see stuff about yourself you like, and then maybe you don't like. So when, when thinking about being a father, what have you learned about yourself? Oh man, I, 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 I've learned that my default is lazy, selfish, mm. um, ego driven, uh, try to get out of work. Looking for the win is to rest. That's my default. Oh, I can't wait to get home so I can just sit and relax and get served by my servant wife, you know, <laughs> like, Hey, this is, this is, the, this is real, right? Like, yeah. Or, or Hey, I can't wait to make millions of dollars so I could just sit on the beach and do nothing. It's like, whoa, you understand that you're headed straight towards misery, no matter how successful mm. you are. Mm. There has to be a greater purpose. There has to be. So for me, when I was first married, I was that guy that worked us. Well, I was at the office for six hours and then, you know, before the fire stuff. And then I'd come home and like, Hey, I made money for the family. And you know, there'd be food <laughs> on my belly while I sat my lazy boy and watched TV. And then the dishes got done and somehow the, the laundry got done. Little did I know I was just piling this burden onto my wife. And mm -hmm. why was she so crazy? Right. My wife's crazy. I wonder why look in the mirror. What are you doing to help her? Well, but I worked all day. Shut up, man. Like, <laughs> get, get home from work after yeah. working a 12-hour day in the hot sun. I don't care if you pour concrete all day. And get your ass in the kitchen and empty the dishwasher. Mm. And then when that's done, you take the trash out. And if she's working, you stand right next to her and you work. Well, but I'm tired. Do you want to have a fulfilled life and a happy marriage? You, you're, you are the leader of this family, which means you do more than anyone. And, and superhuman fathers, this is our quote. We do the most, we need the least. And that rings in my head all day. I do the most, I need the least. I do the most, I need the least. You give it all away, all of it. All of your needs for dopamine squirts. I mean, I need to relax and get a drink. I need to, I need to watch Netflix. I need, I need a break, you know? No, you give it all away. And if there's no job to be done, but someone's working, you just meander about, be part of what's going on. And you know what? A lot of our guys, they're in a caloric deficit. They just worked out super hard in the morning, worked a 12 hour day in the sun. And they're standing there with a big ass smile, helping their wife do the dishes. And you know what they feel at the end of the day? Exhausted. But you know what else they feel? Fulfillment pride and excitement for the next day because mm. they're not afraid anymore of the work dude i'm fired up what if every dude was walking around playing this in their head we do the most we need the least we do the most we do the least you just play that in your head all day every day 
our world would look so different. Our homes would look different. Our marriages would look different. Our relationships with our kid would last forever. Forever, man. Uh, and that's what we all want. We all want that, but that's it's what... like, do the freaking work. But I love that you end it with, at the end of the day, what do you feel? Exhausted. But knowing that you showed up, that's what's in my belly, bro. That's what I want. But we yeah. go into this default and so can you do it alone or do you need to have brothers to do this? Man, it's, it's, I don't know if you can do it alone. I, yeah. I can't, I can't. Yeah. I need account. I need accountability and I need, um, a team to work with. Like, uh, now going back, you know, I probably could without the accountability now. Cause where I'm at, mm-hmm. like just, just mentally and spiritually with it, I'm not going to stop. Yeah. But to get there, I needed two things. I needed massive amount of humility. And I still practice that, practice it because it's how so do you, hard. How do you practice that? How do you get that massive amount of humility? I listen when people tell me their viewpoints and their ideas about what I'm supposedly an expert about. I shut up and I listen or what I'm doing wrong. I shut up and I listen. I let it marinate and I let it. And then I take the things that my conscience tells me are true because they said it for a reason. They said mm. it for a reason. Mm-hmm. We, can, we immediately get defensive. But instead of being like, hey, thank you for that. I appreciate you pointing that out to me. And or a different belief or viewpoint. And you just let it marinate and you and you and, and you don't block it out. What, the, what about the dudes who for the last 15 years have snapped so much at anybody who gave them any critical criti- or any criticism that there's nobody mm. speaking in their life anymore? There is no yeah. anything coming because they haven't positioned themselves vulnerable to accept or to even nobody would even say anything yeah. to them because they're a lone wolf or whatever they think they are. Um, that's that that is the ultimate darkness. There's no progression there. And they're in so much suffering pain. Um, and that's the same person who has a really hard time telling someone how they feel about how they, you know, sharing their love, telling uh, someone they love them and appreciate them. Yeah. If you can't go to another, your wife, one, say, I love you so much. Thank you for what you do. I appreciate you. Give her a hug. That's hard for you. You got to break that crust. If mm. you can't appreciate people around you, for just who they are and you're always looking for something negative about them or they're not doing this good but looking for the positive thing listen we don't know what's real what's not what's true what's not we try our best but we can shape our own view of our world that, yeah. that's a gift from god or the universe or whatever like if this is a positive place that's my choice i can make this place positive mm-hmm. just with my view and the way i treat people and my level of gratitude so I think if dudes are listening right now and they are just continuing to hope that everything's going to work out, but they're totally alone. I think your point of this is that that's the darkest place they need to just go before they hit some kind of roadblock or some kind of everything falls apart. You got to go find somebody and just be open and vulnerable with. You got to, man, you got to reach, reach out, reach out. Okay. So the two things you said is uh, humility. And then what was the other thing? mentorship Mentor- and we kind of mentorship. went right into it yeah. man find somebody who's where you want to be and who you want to be and go and learn from them you know and we're in a time in in, in our now with the internet and all that we're like 
there's a, such amazing people out there. Oh, there's just- zero excuse. There is zero excuse that you can't find somebody. I mean, you can have mentors that you, you may never meet, but they will speak into your life through, I mean, what we're doing right now, you know, like you're speaking exactly. into people's lives. So there's no excuse anymore. Um, okay. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. This podcast is fatherhood field notes. You're already doing it. You're opening your life. You're opening up your field notes. You're sharing it. The mantra behind it is rebel and create. This could be applied to something small. Like I'm rebelling against being on my phone at the dinner table so that I can create great conversations with my family to I'm rebelling against some massive something in the world. I think we're hearing some of it already, but what are you rebelling against and what do you hope to create out of that rebellion? Oh man. I I mean, I'm rebelling against laziness, Mm. gluttony addiction i'm rebelling against the rut i'm rebelling against the boulder rolling downhill in the complete wrong direction i'm rebelling against your status quo because we Mm -hmm. are if we just let that river flow we're screwed we're going down the wrong road it's a battle every day should be a battle and a war we're as men we're meant to fight these battles we're meant to Yes. And if we're not fighting when we wake up in the morning, the second we wake up, we're going backwards. We're going to get lost. We're going backwards and we're going to get lost. I think that that statement right there, we're going to be lost. And that's how so many of us feel is we feel lost because we're not fighting a battle. We're trying to seek comfort versus seeking what we're born for, which is to freaking fight. I mean, for a whole year when I was five years old, I'd only respond to Rambo. That's the only name I wanted, <laughs> right? At what I point know. did that go away? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's born in us. It's it's in us. And for some reason, we let that we wet, we let that go away from us. And many of us men feel lost because we are not choosing to fight a battle. And we haven't realized that our marriage and our families are a worthy battle to be fighting for. 100%, man. And a lot of guys will be like... Um, Hey, well, you know, I'm not going to be selfish and, uh, you know, do my workouts or whatever, but they sleep in till nine on Saturday and then, uh, you know, like watch, ne- watch Netflix for three hours a night. And they're like, I don't want to be selfish. I'm not going to be selfish. And, you know, I'm just too busy. And it's like, no, man, get up early before anyone's awake and go do your grind your leg day out. And, and then, and then watch what you eat and work on your business. And then when they wake up, on a Saturday morning, let's say your family wakes up at eight 30 and you're like, I already got four hours in. I'm killing it today. And they're just like, what? You're just like, it's a great day. It's eight 30. You already had half a work day. You know, it's like destroyed it. And how do you do that with the intention of knowing that you're doing this for you, for them? And it's not a them feeling guilty that maybe they're not, you know, doing that too. Uh, you mean like, I mean, like you're like walking around arrogantly, like, look at what I did. You're oh, doing yeah, it yeah. from a place. It's not coming from that place. So how do you have that, that, how do you have that? Well, in you? Yes. Perfect. Perfect. So, okay. So abs are cool, right? They're, they're cool. It's cool. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Good job. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's fun, but that's not the point, man. The abs are an advertisement to your, to like my sons. So my mm-hmm. sons see me. I mean, every man's the same. They see some shredded dude and they're like, that guy's got it figured out. Right. Mm-hmm. You can't help it. So abs, schmabs, whatever. 
But the fact that they see that, they're going to listen to me. It gives mm-hmm. me an, an edge, one edge. That's just a small piece, right? A small piece to stack the deck in my favor as a leader. Because they're like, well, this guy obviously is disciplined, right? It's the same thing with money. Like, so you have a ton of money. If you're a good dude, you're, you're probably just not, you're, you're not willy-nilly spending your money on dumb stuff and like gambling and just like buying uh, stupid stuff and wasting your time. Like, you have money. And people are like, oh, that guy's got money. And, and then when you talk, they're like, that guy's got money. I'm going to listen to him. So for me, as a coach, like, I have to be shredded and I have to get rich. I'm not there yet. Why? So that I can be more effective out the gates and mm. more people will listen to me so I can get to their hearts and change their hearts and minds. Mm. So all of this is to be a more effective servant of man, to, to earn the world, to take over the world just to give it back. Ah, uh, dude. So solid. So solid. I love it. It's all to be a servant. It's all to give it all back. I mean, it's coming down to the, we do the most, we need the least. We're doing it for everyone around us. And that is a battle because as you're more successful, the ego starts to poke up its little head. Mm -hmm. So you have this voice in your head, right? And it's the same voice that tells you when you're going to wake up in the morning, you said, I'm going to, I'm going to get up at whatever time and you wake up and he goes, you're tired. Don't stay in bed. (laughs) Right. And you're like, huh? Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, you 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 shouldn't get up. And you're like, mm, I think I should though. And it's like, no, you shouldn't, right? But you do, you do, you get up and you get up again, you get up again, and you start having success, and maybe you start losing fat, and maybe your business starts doing better. And uh, guess what? That same voice that tells you to stay in bed, he starts sneaking around to the other side and he goes, You're awesome. Mm. You're the best. You're better than these people. Look at you. And then you're like, wait a minute, I see what's going on here. You know, and you got to put it in its place. That's mm. the ego is always going to try and rear its head. So for me, I start feeling uh, like if I get on a call with someone and they're, we're talking about coaching, if I'm intent on helping that person regardless, I just want them to leave this call and somehow make a change, right? We're going to have a great call and they may or may not join my team. They may or may not sign up and pay into the business. Yep. But if I'm trying to make that sale, all my power goes away. I become, you know, I have evil intentions. So my intentions are wrong. It's, it's, it hurts my soul. I can feel it. I'm like, Ooh, my head's off. That little ego starting to pop up that little got that little thing that is wanting for me. So that is the battle. Dude, that really hits me at my core because I leave these conversations. I've been doing the fatherhood podcast for a couple of years now, and I don't want anything from any of my guests. Nothing. I want nothing from them. <laughs> so when I walk away, I'm all like, I'll just go outside. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so epic. It was so great. My day-to-day job is I sell insurance to businesses. So every <laughs> business I walk in, I want to walk out by slaughtering a deer so I can feed my family. So totally. it is less, less, uh, fulfilling. But when you said that, it just made this click. But I think if I were to show up to those calls or those appointments with just provide value, that's what I try to that's do. That's it. That's what I try yep. to do. But sometimes I really want to shoot that deer in the head. Um, I get it, man. <laughs> uh, I get it. That's the balance, the balance yeah. of life. And, yeah. And, but it's you know, that value. Yes. 
provide value and be willing to sacrifice for your fellow man at the drop of a hat. And then obviously, it'll, yeah, yeah. And then obviously being aware of fairness and being taken advantage of, there's that too, but that's just being humble, vulnerable, and honest with people. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, we don't need to hide so much is what I'm saying. Like we can be so real in our, in our, when we're trying to trade with others to get to a mutual understanding where um, there's just less games we need to play to get yeah. there. You know? Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to dive into two questions and, and then, and then we'll get out of here. You have sons that are middle school teenagers and you, I, I see it. I see your interactions with them. I see you guys surfing together, skating together, working out together, doing life together. I run into men who all struggle having this connection, this deep relationship, you know, with their sons who are at this new age. It seems as though you and your sons probably talk about anything and everything that if they got a question, they're going to come to you. They're not going to be going to their friends for these things. Talk to me a little bit uh, to encourage the dudes on here, how to cultivate that relationship with their sons. And, and maybe at what point do you, you find that balance to treat them like a man, talk to them like a man and, and help raise them to one day they're going to be sent off from your home. One embody the teachings, the teachings you teach them, you must embody them and live them. If you don't, they're going to see you as a hypocrite because you are. <laughs> and we're and and listen i we're all a hypocrite at some level it's hard mm. it's hard it's yep. not easy okay um, so but part of, so part of that you... is admitting that yeah okay yes. honest yes yes right? mm -hmm. but they know they know whether you're being vulnerable and real with them or not they're little humans like yep. they sense bullshit right 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 so just be real and honest um you know and please apologize to your kids i know you're gonna snap at them I do. I still do. I just snapped at my wife a few days ago because uh, there were no bananas, and I and she knows my diet is very specific, and I need bananas. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like, I always, I, I like, I, I do this, and I tell my guys, like, you're you're gonna lose it. It's gonna happen. We're we're not perfect. I lose it all the time. Still on my kids, on my wife, and I've learned now. I've gotten really good at this. Is like literally five seconds into my rant, I go. I'm doing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You don't deserve that. You're amazing. I can buy my own bananas. I really <laughs> apologize. In fact, I'll take over all the shopping if you need me to. Uh, I know you got a lot on your plate and um, wow. I can't believe I just yelled at you for that. Will you forgive me? Mm -hmm. And then everybody laughs and it's light and funny and dad did that thing again. And it's no big deal. Immediately forgiven. Yep. No respect lost, right? Nothing lost. In fact, more respect given. Yeah. You know, so how do you make that in that moment, you, instead of being pissed and then storming out and coming back two hours later, apologizing. And maybe that was like the window kept getting shorter, but now it's like in the moment, I'm like, ah, I'm doing it again. And we're all That's like, it. yeah, you are. And then you just swallow it, swallow it. Like, dude, just <laughs> <laughs> my fault. Yeah. 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 And it, just own it that hurts, shit, but own it. the more you do it, the more it feels so good, uh, you know, it's a practice, thing. you know, it's a practice, man. And then just any weirdness with your wife, like any weirdness where you're just like, you're not paying attention to me. Usually you scratch my head and you didn't scratch my head. I'm mad at you. You know, it's like, just have, please have that voice in your head. That's like, Hey, stop it. You're being a baby. Stop. Just stop. Go give her a hug and just tell her you love her.
just it's as much as it hurts you, yes. your pride inside. Just be like, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, I've been a little disconnected. Give her a hug and just talk about I don't know the drapes, like whatever she wants to talk about. You know, dude, and, it's and so she might be talking about the color of the carpet, and you're just like. You're, it's like it's like a screwdriver in your head. You're just like, why can't we hear about this carpet again? I, I, I swear I'm going <laughs> to jump off this house. But you're just like, I love the carpet. Like, what color do you want? Yeah, it's great. Perfect. Yeah, love it. Dude, it's so funny because everything you're sharing, like this, you scratch my head wrong and you know I like getting my head scratched. All of us are such babies about this stuff. It's so real. Dude, it's so, so real. real that it's so funny to bring up such like bananas. You know, like you're, you, you're like, I snapped at my wife and, and then it's like, she didn't buy bananas. And all of us are like, dude, I'm such a moron. That's the stuff. Like that's the stuff that most of our blowups and being an idiot is all about is uh, dude. head scratches in the bananas. Dude, head scratches and bananas. It's so <laughs> epic, bro. <laughs> We're such babies. Then, oh my gosh. And then uh, one last thing on that is like, I've noticed so intently lately is the tone of voice that mm. my family talks to each other with will sometimes start to go south. And even the kids, the way they talk to each other is like this weird, sarcastic, impatient tone in the voice. And I'm like, huh, is this how we always just speak to each other? Like, like I wouldn't, if I spoke like that to a, a grown man at the firehouse, he would punch me in the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we have this disrespectful tone that starts to become this normal in our family. And it's like, hold on a second. I think we need to hit the reset button on this thing, man. You know? So what do you do when that comes? When do you, what do you do when you start to see this, this, this vibe or tone that you're not, you know, cause you got a lot going on, but you also are very present and in tune with your family. So what do you do when you're having the self-reflection to go, okay, I see this, what happens? Usually I'll be, I'll, I'll just mention to him, Hey, let's, let's try to talk to each other. Like, um, real respectfully today. And, and I can tell that like our tone's getting a little off. Mm -hmm. So let's really try to like, just be loving and patient with each other today. Is that cool? And the boys are like, yeah, totally. And then, and then like, I'll hear it again. And I'll go see that. That's what I'm talking about right there. Do you hear the way you said that? Cause it's not what you said. It's just the way you said it. Mm -hmm. and 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 i'll and i'll be like i'll try to just i'll try to help them understand and pinpoint those moments you know um but if i'm yelling at them like if i'm yelling for them yeah. treating someone with disrespect it's like okay now we're now we're going off the rails you know we're just making this cycle um i think it's really important what you're saying because i think a lot of us could hear you and go man this guy's got it figured out and he's just running a tight ship at home and things are great but I think the reality is, is you, if you choose a life of intentionality, it's not a, Hey family, we're all going to work out and we're all going to be kind to each other. And then that's just how it is. Yeah. It's like, nah, as a dad, nah. you got to be in tune yeah. and then show up and embody what it is that you want them to be embodying themselves. That's it, man. And it, and then it's a sales job. Like you're like, I'm selling my kids on the idea of working out. You know, I'm like, I go, Hey, what are you guys doing right now? And they're like, playing video games i'm like you guys want to get jacked they're like <laughs> what you want to get swole dude let's go work out let's go and they're like oh man i'm tired i'm like you're tired and i'm and then i'm like well we could just sit here and do nothing and play video games or we could go get jacked like 
what happens to the guy? And then I'll talk about it. I'll be like, what happens to the guy who does this for a year and works out every day? What does he look like in a year? How does he feel? What about the guy that just sits here and plays video games? Who do you want to be in a year? Who do you want to be? And they'll be like, I want to be jacked. And I'm like, what should we do? They're like, we should go lift weights. I'm like, let's go. (laughs) You know? And a lot of it's just energy. Like kids will react to high energy. Mm. If you're not a high energy person, that's okay. Just try. Like give your kids some energy and attention and excitement and movement. Like just turn it up a notch. They'll feel it. Dude. Okay. So two things I'm seeing here that I think are important. Show up with energy to your kids. And when their first response is, no, I don't want to do that, which that will be their response every nine time. times out of 10, uh, or 11 times out of 10. Uh, let me ask you this. When you coerce them as a loving, energetic father into going and doing it, how often at the end of the hike, at the end of the surf session, the skate session, the workout, are they like, man, I wish I didn't come do this, dad? Oh, bro. Have you ever done anything <laughs> hard in your life that you weren't so happy you did or proud of ever or no. gone through yeah. some serious bullshit, like something gnarly at the time. And you look back and you go, that was the best thing that ever happened to me, whether it was put on you or whether you did it yourself. There's nothing hard that you've ever had to go through that didn't elevate you in some way. So I just, I mean, I think as dads, if you're going to show up and start to shift who you are and you're going to start to say, Hey family, we're going on a hike tomorrow. When all of them say, I don't want to, even your wife, and you're like, yeah, but uh, this is what we're doing. At the end of it, they're going to say, they're going to maybe not say, hey, thanks, dad, so much. But there's going to be this reward. And unfortunately, you got to be the one to remember that, right? Because next weekend, when you ask them to do it again, they're probably going to tell you no again. But that's (laughs) like the joy of being the dad is if you lead and they follow, they will appreciate what you're doing in their lives. And, and are you finding that that's pretty much always the case? Dude, I just know that like, if I have the daily habits and I do them consistently, I become a man that they respect. And so my words have power because I earned them that day and that day before and that day before. And they've seen me over and over and over again. And it's just like, I mean, on the daily, man, if I don't get up and do my workouts and I eat terrible and I don't follow up my conscience to tell me, I can't speak with power and authority or like, like I know anything. Like, I don't know where that comes from, man, but you earn that. You just said it comes from daily habits. I mean, dude, every man on here wants to be respected by their family. And you just said, Daily habits. I become the man they respect. And then the words I say have power and not power. Like, I mean, clearly I'm the patriarchal toad dude on top. Yeah, right. me. It's correct. You, your words have energy and power and yeah. influence. Yeah. So they have a foundation, right? Like mm, foundation. Yeah. They're not, they're not just, they're not just floating words with no backing. Like they hear my words and they go, yep, you do that. <laughs> so what you would you that. say you are that? So what would you say before I ask my last question? If a dude's on here going, bro, my family doesn't respect me at all. And you're telling me I could put some daily habits in place that then mm. after a year, but here's the thing you made a comment a minute ago. What does it look like for the guy a year from now? Not 30 days from now, a year from now. Okay. Mm. So get that in your head. This ain't some like 15 day cleanse. This is a life decision. 
What are some daily habits hey, that you're man. like, if anything, if everything fell apart and I could only do these few daily habits, this is what they would be. One food. Number one, stop binge eating. Two, binge drinking. Those two things are massive. Start giving things away that, that the little baby in your head wants. Give it away. Mm. Every time you say no, like I got a client who's going to Disney World, okay? He, he's just recently on the program. He's a bigger dude. He's got a lot of fat to lose and he's killing it right now. But he, he's got that thing in his head that we all have, like I'm going to Disney World. And he just wants to eat corn dogs and chili dogs and nachos, right? I, I can let loose, right? I go, you can. If you want to be just riddled with regret, <laughs> and, and uh gain, gain i could just hear this conversation with your intensity i love it and so he said you know what i'm gonna stick to the program there's mm-hmm. ways to do it you know there's techniques life hacks um but you stay in control and you don't lose it and you don't binge and and your head is clear right that's number one um and then number two is you dude any guy that calls me is like i'm depressed i go did you work out this morning no. On your worst days when you're depressed, did you work out that day? No. Huh. Interesting. They're like, is it that simple? I'm like, yeah, it is, man. Like you must exercise your body every day. Something, mm-hmm. something you got to sweat. You got to breathe hard. If you want to feel like a man. Mm. Dude, that's what's up. Cause every dude wants to feel like a man and you're not saying you got to do much. It's like, go sweat and breathe hard. Go, go do a workout. And then at the do, end of that, do hundred burpees. Feel- if that was just your day and you just did that, you fought that war real quick. You know, that's why people love jujitsu. That's why they love sports. That's why I go back to having battles every day, man. And, and using this body that God gave us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are the two, two main things. They're so connected. I'm telling you right away, right now, man, when I am like fat and happy, like I eat too much and I know I just ate more than my body needed. It's like my mind is foggy. Uh, I have less energy. I, I, I'm, I enjoy life less. I'm less apt to take action. This all has to be done with the true intent though. So if I'm just dieting and working out to be jacked so that people will think I'm cool, well, you're still going to be a douchebag. Like you're just going to be one of these jack douchebags. But if you're doing it because I want to be the best leader to my children and I want to give my wife the best version of me, well, now you're on the right track. And mm-hmm. now that is a technique, the food and the food and the workouts in order to push you to be a better man. Because if you can watch your sons eat ice cream and you don't partake because it's not on your program. I'm not saying ice cream is bad. I'm not saying you'll never get to eat it. I'm just saying you calculated your stuff for the day. It's not on, it's not on today's program. So I'm going to watch my kids eat it. If you can do that when you're hungry, you can do anything in this world, anything. You'll have the discipline to follow through with anything. And that's why that's so important. Dude, I love it. Kyle, I love what you're doing, man. I love your intensity, your passion for people, your passion for the purpose. Uh, my final question is legacy question. 30 years from now, you peer into the home. Let's say 20 years from now, you peer into the home of your boys, your daughter. What is it that you see? And we're not talking money legacy. We're talking 
Kyle's day in, day out life when you peer in their homes? What is it that you hope to see? Love, patience, service. Mm. That's it. And it's going to be your daily habits of showing up as the best version of yourself for your wife and your kids. That that's going to that's going to build that. Yes, sir. Oh my goodness! And Kyle, I love that you're helping other men discover that for themselves without some crazy do this, that, and the other, but very simple facts of life. You're creating space for them to create that same legacy for their families. What all of us want and can have at our fingertips, it's not about money. It's about some discipline. And so, dude, I just encourage you, man, keep doing what you're doing. Keep showing up for your brothers in that firehouse, for your wife, for your kids, and for everybody that God puts on your path, showing up ready to serve them. And I know you will. Epic. Thank you, man. That, that was a great conversation. I, I really appreciate the time. I love it. Thanks for being on here. And I look forward to continue to watching you and seeing all that you do and hopefully being a part of the journey. My friends, if we take Kyle's words, write them on a sheet of paper, put them on my bathroom mirror. And when I brush my teeth in the morning, I start to say, you are the leader of this family. You do the most, you require the least. I'm telling you, if you and I dedicate ourselves to doing that every day for a year, things are going to look a heck of a lot different. 365 days from now than they do today. I'm so inspired by Kyle. I love his authenticity. I hope that you have as many notes as I do and you implement 10% of those because if you do, they will change your life. Make sure to go follow Kyle on Instagram, Superhuman Fathers. Oh, I love it. You're going to love it too. Thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Create's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. What you do matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Together, let's rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in mastering the craft of fatherhood. And if you haven't already, please, please take a minute to write a review wherever you listen to this podcast put up a rating. It helps spread the word that fatherhood matters. Talk to you next time.